Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. It's Kevin David Thomas. I hit my head. What'd you do? You, Rob was cueing me to talk, and you hit your head with your own hand? I hit my hand when I was doing the finger thing. I pulled my finger back, and I hit my headphones, and it hit my head. Welcome, everybody. Happy Ow. Thursday. <laughs> It's just Rob and Kevin once again. Rob, I I'm don't know coughing. what is going on with him. He's a mess over there. What the hell happened to me? <laughs> like an old man over there, I buddy. Am. I'm fine. Hold on. Hold hey, on. How are you I'm, doing? Are you okay? <laughs> take me back to the home. <laughs> Hold on. I got a cough now. Talk for right. a second. I hope you guys are having a good week. Okay, what you I'm listen better. to? You good show tunes? Let me know. Me? Oh, oh no, the yeah. What you listen to? Hey, what, what's the last thing you listen to, Rob? The, oh, you know what the last thing I listened to, actually? Um, yeah. You mean like a show or a CD? Because uh, they're different. <laughs> Wait, you mean like you put CDs actually on somewhere? Or do you mean like an album, Rob? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean like, a, like a cast recording, or does it not have to be a cast recording? Gotcha. Okay, the CD thing threw me. Sorry. Uh, yeah, cast recording. I'd love to know. Or uh, what you uh, last. The last thing I listened to was, uh, actually, a listener recommended this to us as possibly as being a favorite thing at some point. And I downloaded it. And I was listening to him like, oh, this is really good. It's going to be a favorite thing. It's not going to be my favorite thing this week. But it's the overtures of uh, Julie Stein. Uh, yes. yes. From the National uh, it's the, the National yes. Symphony in London. Uh, yes. There's volume one and that. volume two. Yes. And I, I was listening to that today because I had never heard it before. I was thinking, I mean, we're. I mean, it is going to be a favorite thing at some point. It's just not my favorite thing tonight. But I was listening to it and I thought, wow, when you really think of like, if you had to say there's a composer who defines the Broadway sound, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody else besides Julie Stein that I think does it so well. Oh, exactly. Or it's like, more than so just brassy. I mean, all right? of them. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I yes. mean, even, even the flop shows were sound fade really out, fade amazing. In. I, oh, I, I know yes. you like that one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's such a good one. So anyway, you know, I was li- that was the last thing I was listening to before we went on the good air. Um, what about you? What was the last thing you were listening to? I'll tell you it when I tell you my favorite thing. Oh my god! Um, um, that's Sandy Dennis and the Out of Towners. Do you ever see the Out of Towners? <laughs> no. Oh my god, George. 
Sorry. Okay. Uh, any out-of-towners fans out there? Any listeners out there? Anybody who thought this was the behind-the-curtain inspirational podcast? I, I know someone who's listening. Uh, our good friend uh, Carl Danielson, because he mentioned to me Carl. a Halloween musical theater. Because uh, I remember last week I was like, is there any musical theater Halloween shows? Yeah. And, and he was like, hey, and Snoopy, there's the vigil in the Great, in the great Pumpkin. Oh. Thanks, Carl. I was like, Carl, good one. And I also thought of Adam's Family and Rocky Horror Picture Show. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, good one. Oh, still, once again, no one Halloween from applause. That's not going to be. Let's not go there. Let's just, uh, you know, you look like a whore. (laughs) Damn you, Daddy. (laughs) You look like a whore. I mean, literally, it's sung, too. That is, yeah, it's uh, Penny Fuller. You don't know what we're talking life. about? Go put on applause. But I think everyone of a certain age definitely knows what we're talking about because you guys love applause. Oh, oh I, I love applause. Me too. I've seen applause twice now. How is but that you know, possible? There's, there's a certain generation that like that was the album that they like played over and over again. I feel like we interviewed a lot of people that that was their, yeah. you know, the show that really got them really interested. It was a big one for people. Yeah. Margo! But alive! <laughs> I feel I can't do Lauren McCall. I feel bitchy and twitchy and manic. I can't do it. Oh, I love it, a, though. It's no, so it, sounds, it sounds like the fucking cowardly lion. Whoa, <laughs> it's not okay. even Lauren McCall. All right, okay. I'm okay. angry so, at myself. I know. Oh, Rob. But alive. <laughs> She's gonna, I can do hearts, not diamonds from the fan, which is one of the first <laughs> favorite things we've talked about. On, I forgot about that. That was one of the first ones from years ago. Throwback. Literally. Lauren Bacall wow. in the fan, one of the worst movies ever made, but so You're good. Giving- a throwback to your throwback, Rob. I'm throwing back on my throwback. Oh my gosh! Uh, which is only um, I thought I could do in yoga. Yep. I have no transition, but I want to give a shout out to uh, our students for Legally Blonde this past weekend wow. at uh, the the uh, Professional Conservatory of Musical Theater at where we teach at NIFA. Wow! Uh, they did a great job. I was proud of them. Boy, they first of all, yes, they they were wonderful. The kids were absolutely wonderful, and our former guest Todd Wanapane directed it beautifully. Um, but oh, but I have to say. Kevin, music directed it. The, it sounded awesome, Kevin. Even I, especially those full ensemble sounds were just <laughs> incredible. And I was just talking about this with our our listener and and frequent guest Robbie Rizel. I think, oh my God, you guys might be one of the best opening numbers of a musical. And anyone who tells me differently, I throw down. I, I said last week, it's better constructed than anyone thinks it is. It is that is it, you think of all the exposition in that song. I mean, yep. really, you get their parents, you get the people, you get what she's going after. It's yeah, you're right. Robbie countered. Robbie countered with another opening number, okay. and I was like, oh well, yeah, that's pretty good. It's your wedding day from the wedding singer. Okay, that's a good one. I don't. I'm. I'm. Although I First, do twenty million people from my oh. favorite year. That's a classic. Well, I those, mean, we could those, go on. Well, and those on. are like. Those are like obvious. Oh, those are like, like obvious. Well, that's like, oh, it's a musical. Legally yeah. Blonde, you're like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh, my it's God. So oh, my God, you guys. That was taken about that They're long. just like the couple from Titanic. Only no one, no dies. one dies. That's genius. That's, <laughs> that is a brill. I don't know. That lyric. Also, need we forget, Courtney, take your break. <laughs> <laughs> what four words in musical oh, theater? God. As our, is so iconic as Courtney, take your break. That video, 
Oh, the red the YouTube the red, video, the red barn has, production, red door production. Well, no, oh, that's great, but no, the, please, that's we can't even. That's just wrong. <laughs> but the, where they take all the Courtney take your breaks and yes. slice them, splice them together, it's so good. Also, speaking of videos, did you see that video that Ray Comp sent us? I have to recommend it to Boy, everybody. That kid's amazing. O'Leary Car Ride Show Tunes 2018. You guys, say it again, Kev. All right, it's it's it could be a favorite thing. We just just guys st- pause and watch it. It's worth it. This kid. Uh, here we go. O apostrophe Leary L E A R Y car ride show tunes 2018. I'm sure most of you have already seen it, but you it, it just I'm not going to tell you anything. Just watch it. That kid's a star. Welcome back. Yeah, isn't it amazing? Yeah, it's unbelievable. That it's, kid is a star. <laughs> so you, you guys will see this. You'll see what we're talking about. It's amazing. Oh it's mm. oh my god, you guys, amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what I saw last night? Uh, what I saw Torch Song. Yes. It was very good. Oh, yeah. It was very good. It was oh, really good. good. So First of all, it. it was nice to be in the haze. I have not been in the haze since the renovations. <gasps> How does it look? It looks it looks fabulous. And the yeah. seats are comfortable. So um, intimate. Such an intimate theater. God, do I love it. Anyway, this production, though, uh, was really, really, really wonderful. Um, and uh, if you get a chance, go see it. Mercedes Rule Definitely. is on stage again. Boy, that makes me so happy. Um, but Michael Yuri is doing a fabulous job. In the uh, Harvey Firestein role, it's just really, really good. So if you go get a chance, go Boy, see it. It is, is the year of the play, isn't it? My goodness, so much. Lots you know, of good it, plays. Yeah, it's really and more to come. You know, and more to be, come. Yeah. Not to be confused with Mordecai. I knew you were going to say that, Rob. Did you I really? Knew, yes, I did. Hey, Kevin, <laughs> when does the Hervé Villachez movie come out? Does anybody know this? <laughs> Because I'm like sitting here with bated breath waiting. I, I know that there's a poster for it outside of the school that uh, where we teach. So don't think, uh, <laughs> don't think I'm not happy about that. Because I am. I may have taken a picture and sent it to Rob. Just full disclosure, everybody. I love him so much. And I'll work on new impressions. Don't worry. New ones will come down the pike. No, we know. We all know. We know you will. I we can't. Know. I just don't know when inspiration is going to strike me. Yep. No, we know that as well. Definitely. I just don't know when you're going to strike me. No. <laughs> That's why we do these favorite things apart now, because I'm afraid you're going to just <laughs> go nuts one day and, we're the and throw me out Sullivan the window. The Gilbert podcasting. <laughs> oh, poor Gilbert and Sullivan. Uh, you guys know that. I mean, most people know, but they hated each other. They 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 were they wrote all these operettas together, but they they wrote them through supposedly through messenger through mail. Um, Is that true? I mean, yeah, no, that's what I read. I mean, I'm sure someone can correct me. Someone from the Gilbert and Sullivan Society probably will hop <laughs> on and let us know. But I, it's, yeah, I mean, maybe that was just urban legend. But I thought that they like hated each other, or at least did, were not on the up and up. And but oh, you still were so successful that they. It's like, well, who else is as brilliant as you? So you might as well make this thing last. Did you ever do any shows at the Gilbert and Sullivan Players in New York? Is that what they're uh, called? GNN. That is, uh, you know, they and they're there. I auditioned. Uh, I was not good enough to get in. <laughs> But my best friend, uh, my buddy Derek, uh, was in them. W- did their stuff for a long time. Derek, Kobe. Uh, and I, yeah, Derek, yeah, yeah. He's going to be in Kiss Me Kate. Yay! You got so excited. Yeah, I saw that cast got excited. announced today. Um, and the cast for Clueless, the musical off Broadway, got announced today. <laughs> you are right. Which is but another. You know one. what? Oh, it's tough. That's you know how you say if something's too of a movie's too popular it's hard to musicalize it it's it, I'm I'm sure they're gonna reinvent it it's gonna be really fun and it's I can't wait but it's it, you know what do you think of Clue I just instantly think of Madeline Kahn I mean I oh no no, no I'm, to, so, I'm so sorry I, uh, cl- Clueless oh, oh Clueless with Alicia Silverstone oh, I didn't even think of that there but no there is a Clue play that's that's been making the circuit yes that Hunter yes. Foster directed it was a Bucks I, County totally. then it was a, um, I can't believe I just went there sorry guys no no. Uh, there's a you know there is a clue musical. 
Okay. Well, oh, there was did. one from the '80s as well, but Clueless they announced. Gotcha. Clueless. I'm so sorry. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I wasn't. I didn't. I did not enunciate. Hey, no, you maybe, did. maybe you our did. listeners can help us out here. I have been looking for something for years, and I cannot find it. In the '90s, <laughs> there was a Gilligan's Island musical, and I saw it in Thousand Oaks, California. It was a tour. Does anyone have the music, or did anybody else see this besides me? Gilligan's Island musical a, in the West Coast. Yes, it was a Gilligan's Island musical. It was in Los Angeles. I remember seeing it. Um, and the mu- I liked a lot of the score, and I've been trying to find it, but I cannot find it. Nobody has it. Does anyone have the Gilligan's Island, the musical score, or does anyone remember that there was a Gilligan's Island musical? All right. There you go. That's all. I just wanted to throw no, that I'm- out there i'm sure someone will know i'm sure hey i heard you watched uh shangri-la plaza <laughs> i got the 1 a.m text from you saying i watched shangri-la plaza it your was, face in the photo looked like you were watching a train wreck it was uh, it uh, i you know sometimes you do this rob with your favorite things um and and you just you prepare us because i actually listen to the podcast i, I go back and listen to it again because i like to hear what you have to say you do uh, and yeah, I do sometimes. I do. Uh, but it is like you were I, – I, it was beyond what I thought it could possibly be. And I, and yet it was from 1990. And I'm like, how – and yet it's – they're is it brilliant in a weird way? I, I don't I, – yes? No? Maybe? It's – I can't stop watching it. And it was just – I wanted to watch – I almost watched it again. Because <laughs> you want to learn the donut song for auditions. Yeah. But the way they go from speaking into singing in a real – they didn't comment on it being a musical. It wasn't like – No. Except for the donut song. But they would just be start singing for no apparent reason, you know? And it was just – Listen, any, I love a Terrence Mann TV musical. Oh, man. That was just – If wow. he's ever on yeah. this podcast, I have questions. Oh, yes. If you haven't, you guys go back and listen to the last favorite – was it the last favorite thing? Yeah, last uh, week, yeah. And, and it was – you'll hear us this, this weird – pilot for a tv show and also a big shout out to our guest this week the wonderful jerry vicky yeah jerry Isn't he adorable yeah good guy sweet i guy. love him i'm telling you you know what i loved about his story because mm. i don't think we've ever had this i don't think we had this on the podcast before uh, he followed his dreams he just started later than most other people that's right which says it's never too late to follow your dreams so i really really like right. that i liked I his do. story yeah and he knew mob people he knew the people from the mob <laughs> Which I right. like. Good, good for Jerry. Good for Jerry. All right. Favorite thing. Okay. So I was gonna. I was actually gonna do the Julie Stein one, but I haven't done enough research on it. Um. Fair so enough. it's it's gonna be next week. But I got something. Because okay. So the la- in the last time we spoke to each other, it seems like to quote Hamilton, the world has been turned upside down. Oh my gosh. Um. Because whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I know. It was. I was saying to you, Kevin, before we went on the air. You know, it was interesting to watch Legally Blonde. Um, we, it was the day that Kavanaugh was confirmed to the court. Um, it was a very interesting performance because there's so many, there's a frat party and there's some throwaway lines about like people drinking, being like, Oh, one of these people could like be on the Supreme court or be a president. And it's a throwaway line. But that night it like sent a shiver throughout the entire audience. Um, really, really interesting. So I was going to do something a little bit more serious, but we need to laugh. I think so. Okay, so <laughs> this is a YouTube clip for you. This is um, a YouTube clip uh, from a television show that I like. The TV show is Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Not, okay. uh, not, the, um, 
not the uh, the the TBS one, his first one that was on NBC. You need to type in to your YouTube search engine "late night triumph at the oh, Tony no. Awards." Oh no, I can't. It's too awkward. Late night triumph at no. the Tony Awards, and you want to make no. sure you're watching the clip that's ten minutes and forty two seconds long. There's Don't a remember. shorter one. Donna Murphy, 10 minutes, 42 seconds long. It's late night triumph at the Tony Awards. So for those of you that don't know, Conan O'Brien has a writer on his show named Robert Smigel, a brilliant, brilliant writer. He's the gentleman who created um, the incredibly gay duo on SNL and a bunch of those TV funhouse shorts. He's amazing. But if you are unaware, he has an alter ego. He puts a rubber puppet on his hand of a dog and the dog is called Triumph the insult comic dog who wears a big bow tie and has a cigar. And he's supposed to be like the Don Rickles of dogs who goes around and harasses people. He sends them to star Wars openings. He sends them to like July 4th celebrations. But this one makes me laugh so hard because in 2007 for the 61st annual Tony awards, he sends triumph to interview people walking in on the red carpet of the Tony awards. It is. I don't want to tell you anything really about it because I just want you to experience the genius of him interviewing people as they walk down the red carpet. Um, People like Jeff Daniels and Judd Hirsch. uh, Triumph calls the Tony Awards the who's who of who cares. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you my favorite joke and then I'm going to let you watch it on your own. Donna Murphy is walking down the red carpet and her publicist who... I don't know who the publicist is. I have I have some thoughts on her. The Triumph says, um, he goes, uh, who, who do you represent? She goes, the goddess Donna Murphy. And he's like, well, bring Donna over. So Donna comes over and he goes, Donna, Donna, uh, in order for you to be here, who's taking your shift at the Olive Garden tonight? <laughs> I don't know why it made me laugh. So, And she's a good sport, by the way, throughout the whole thing. She's so funny. But it made me laugh so hard. Who took your shift at Olive Garden tonight? Because actors have to work more than one job. We all have other jobs. Oh, man. She's a three-time Tony Award winner. Let her be. Um, Anyway, so it puts a smile on my face. I don't want to say anything more about it, except you're going to go to your YouTube search engine. You're going to type in Late Night Triumph at the Tony Awards, and you're watching the clip that is 10 minutes and 42 seconds, and watch what he does to the matinee party ladies. He gives them a little shout-out, and these two women are really, really good sports, is all that I'm going to say. That's mine. (laughs) What's your favorite thing? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
<laughs> oh man, that's a good one. But oh, I can only watch so much of it. It gets ooh. You don't like what well, you don't you don't like awkward comedy? No, no, like that Impractical Jokers show on True TV that I'm obsessed watch. with. I know I can't do it. I can't watch. I want to change the channel, as we say in my household. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I don't do awkward. I don't know like that. Oh, I get. I squirm. I'm sure I'm not alone in this. I'm sure there are people like me. But yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But why would you want to be friends with them? <laughs> I love that stuff. My favorite thing. The last thing I listened to, and I can't stop listening to it. This is a cast album. Ooh, we haven't done that. Cast album. I know in a while, right? And I discovered this, and it 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 comes. It was on Broadway recently. In the and I call it the dark period of my life because I wasn't going to see a lot of shows on Broadway at this because I was a little uninspired. Uh, but this podcast brought me back. Um, but um, a little sad moment. Um, but. Um, it is. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a hit on Broadway. Um, it has a pop score. Now it's not a pop score. It was written by a pop writer, a pop rock writer. It is. Uh, it um, opened on October uh, 2014. But it's one you like forget. You forget that it played Broadway. 2014. Yeah. In October 2014? That's right. Uh, October 26th. And it was... I was um, living here. What was, what was I know. That? Oh, yeah. It's The a, Last Ship. Oh. The Sting musical. Oh. So I, I put it on because someone mentioned... I played a song in a class recently, uh, August Winds, one of this, this haunting melody. And I was like, oh, this is this is actually very theatrical music. I'm impressed. I, I didn't I didn't know. I hadn't, listen, I, hadn't, I hadn't listened to any of it. I knew that he took great care to, to not just have these songs be, you know, sh- you know, pop tunes, but he really wanted to write theatrical music. Uh, and so then I put it on, uh, and I was completely blown away just completely blown away by the music uh and you know f- full disclosure i am have listened to sting in the past and, and you know i like his music um but it i was just so impressed with his writing um uh it you know it, the show had like a stellar team like i didn't know that like joe mantella was the director yeah. you know it, the book was by brian yorkie of course if you did next to normal and then uh john logan who wrote red yeah um and so they had workshopped it and all that um and, uh, you know, but my focus, though, isn't necessarily on the show, but the, just the, the score. I think that it is – there are other pop writers, I guess, that I featured uh, – or I talked about uh, Paul Simon's Kate Man that I, I like as you well like because Kate I Man think lot, he really yeah. – you know, you hear the Paul Simon in it, but it's also theatrical. Uh, you know, I feel the same way. I think Sarah Bryles, you know, for all intents and purposes, did that with Waitress as well. But I, I just think that this music is, uh, is really beautiful. And it's the story of uh, a guy – it's very much like the plot of Green Willow. <laughs> which only like five people will get in you. Never will I marry. Uh, and, no. And the leading guy is the same name, Gideon. And it's about a man who feels the urge to wander, to roam, to get away. And this man in the musical ass ship is from a UK town. Um, and it's sting it says it's like from his childhood. The story came to him where it was, you know, he experienced it, but it's about a guy who basically wants to get out of this small town. It's a shipbuilding town mm. and he wants to get out and uh, go away uh, and just leave. Uh, and much like in green willow, same thing. And, and of course he's got a love and 15 years go by and he leaves her and they come back, he comes back to town. And of course everything's changed. That's no longer the shipbuilding business is going downtown and it's bad. And you know, it's, it, it's that sort of kind of classic story. Um, but I think the music really serves it from what I can hear. And I wish I had seen it, I guess. Um, 
if you listen to it, I would check out the songs All This Time, which is from an early al- earlier pop album that he had. But it's a, it is amazing how that song is a classic I want song for the lead character. How he, you know, it's basically all him saying he wants to get out of this town. And I love that Sting sort of used the musical theater formula. You could hear the different songs that are the classic types, you know, like the, the uh, you know, sort of charm song in the second act. You know, that's funny. You know, the love song that's a wistful, like, you know, lost love song that Aaron Lazar, who, you know, who sings the song, What Say You, Meg? It's like, I don't even, re- I did Little Night Music with him and I don't even recognize his voice. On, he was on the great song. in that, yeah. Oh my gosh. It was like, so I, I don't know what it was like to see. So I don't even, it, this is just the music I and the album it. that I, I really want to, what was it like, Rob? I mean, well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you in full disclosure. When I went, the person that I went with got sick um, at intermission. And so we actually had to take the person home. No, 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 no. Oh, it's, it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, so we didn't, I didn't see act two. So I saw act one. It was, I, I really liked it. It was so different. I feel like that season, there was a lot of different things on Broadway. Was that also the season of, of Big Fish or no? No, it wasn't. I don't was think it? so. I think that was a little earlier. I think that was the same theater. No, it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been the same. Yeah. Anyway. No. Um, Anyway, so no, I was it was really wonderful. Aaron Lazar was great in it. I remember Fred. I think Fred Applegate was in it. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh my! Who was the woman? You just said her. She was marvelous. Who, who played the woman? Rachel the Tucker. Oh God! Yeah, it was. The, the, it was really lovely. I yeah. honestly think, to be honest with you, I felt that Neil Simon was a little too big for it. Yeah. I think, was that the Simon? Right. Uh, yeah, and I think it would have done better to be a more intimate. It um, felt it yeah. felt intimate to me, even though it was about it this big ship coming in. To me, there was an intimacy mm-hmm. about it. No, um, and the, and the the score when you listen to it, I must say, you know, it was nominated for best score in orchestrations, and that's what this album rep- shows you. I mean, it really the sound of it. I I you know, it's more than just the the you know how pop music makes you feel something. It's not necessarily about the lyric, but it's what it makes you feel. But you get both because the lyric writing is really good. I have to say, it's it's good songwriting. For, for musical theater. Um, so I'd be curious what you guys think uh, out there, if you agree with me or not. Um, it's definitely, I think, worth a listen, though. So you should check out The Last Ship. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I agree. And then to cheer yourself up, take a look at uh, Late Night <laughs> Triumph. <laughs> At the Tony Awards. Yeah, you're right. Because I have to say, this album is definitely not the. Happy, it was. Happy. I remember it was a depressing show. Oh God, the music it was. Is it was so. But it's haunting. Your heart I out. want to say it's haunting. So. It is haunting. I guess haunting it, is a great word for it. For October, that will be my October uh, um, favorite thing. Because it's gloomy for you. Exactly. They, were they Irish? Were they Irish in the last ship? I, uh, I don't know if they're Irish, but I think they're. I think they're from this town Where's called Woods. W, but it says a UK town, so let's just go with that. I, like I think Sting. they're near Newcastle. They're near Newcastle, I think. I like Sting. He's a good mm-hmm. guy. Oh, he's a he's a consummate musician. I mean, the man is. He doesn't just like play in a band. I mean, he he is a classically trained musician. He literally yeah. plays classical instruments. I mean, he's really incredible. And anyway. he went in the show, didn't he? Go in the show at some point. Oh yeah, to, to keep it open, he went in and he and he he Bless played him. the one well, role, but that poor guy. But he was put on standby. But yeah, to keep it open longer because he he made sales go up when he was in it. Obviously, I just I'm kicking myself for not going to see it. You know. Oh, well. Yeah, I wish I would have returned. I wish I would have returned. Or just let the sick friend, you know, sit on the street well, until I was done. You know, and the complaint was that it was it because stop it. I wasn't even listening to you because I was looking. You, Nobody <laughs> listens to me, Kevin. Nobody no, listens. Do. 
No, but I was going to say it, it. It's they say that it really, you know, they said that people couldn't relate to this story basically about this town and you know that was a shipbuilding town. But I think, you know, there is a way to relate to it because we have a coal industry, we have a steel industry. We we know what it is like to have industries that don't. I don't think may, may, maybe New York audiences couldn't find a way of Thanks. relating to it. Thank you. Good point. Bye. Yep. <laughs> you know what I You're mean. Exactly Exactly right. No, that's exactly it. I bet you it will do well regionally. I don't know. People should do it. I agree. I I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, it's especially in towns in which labor is scarce or people feel like jobs are starting to disappear. That's that's a good one to go and see. You're right. You're absolutely right, Kevin. Really cool. Perfect. Good points. Okay. Well, now I'm going to go watch that clip to cheer myself up. <laughs> you say veritable who's who of who cares. Oh my gosh! And we should post the um, her villages uh, trailer. We should do that. Hey guys, just let when the night it's on HBO, please. I cannot receive any calls or texts. <laughs> Luckily, I have no friends to call or text me anyway, so this all works out perfectly. Oh Rob! Oh Rob! It's called a joke. It's called a joke. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Why are you saying goodbye? Why are you leaving me? Fine, fine. Every, yeah, everyone, everyone walks out on me. When my own mother did it, I cried for a week. But you know what? I'm not crying. I'm... F- oh, shit. Shit. What did she say? Shit. So there's some queen listening being like, she says this! Um, I'm apologizing to you. There it is. That's it. For pushing you there in the back. Is. Finished. There it is. We're just beginning. And there's no stopping us this time. And then this is... Excuse me, Arthur. So I don't really sing. So this is where I'm going to speak it as a monologue. Is that okay, Mr. Lawrence? He's shaking his head no. Have you ever read, very quickly, and then we'll get off the air. No, I'm sure. Have you read Arthur Lawrence's book mainly on directing? No, I have not. That's got to be a favorite thing at some point. That's a a whole other story. Okay, never mind. That'll be for, that's uh, another story. Never mind. Anyway. Dazzle into the woods. Come on here. That was actually. (laughs) Thank you. You see, that's what I really love about musical theater people is they can take like a musical theater quote and just sort of integrate it into every. I always love when somebody says the word chemistry and I'll be like, yeah, chemistry. And then they'll just think I'm a perfect chemistry and they don't understand what I'm doing. Oh, Oh, by the way, you know what I listen to a lot fairly quickly in terms of albums that I listen to? I listen to that Guys and Dolls recording so much. The one from 76 that used So good. The the, the, actors of color. Yes. Yeah. So good. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, God, I am dying to get Ernestine Jackson on this podcast. And every time she's always doing something else. So please, Ernestine, if you listen or if anyone knows Ernestine Jackson, would you tell her we're harmless and we really, really want her on the podcast? Please. I'll beg. I'll even sing my own rendition of Sidewalk Tree from Raisin just to inspire her. Oh, good one. Nobody wants to see that. No. Why don't we have a revival of Raisin? Thank you. Yep. Just, just the questions out there. Yep. Raisin, Tony Award winning musical, never been revived. Yeah. Redhead, Tony Award winning musical, yep. never been revived. City of Angels? City of Angels never. Uh, no, City of Angels. Oh, shit. Did lost? No, 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 no. City of Angels did win Best Musical. Will Rogers Follies. Uh, Will Ro- never been revived. Oh, and can you believe it? we're actually at the point now where we can actually say that those shows should be revived? Not crazy. Like what is it? Twenty? I would say twenty years. So what? Yeah. What? We're twenty eighteen. That's ninety eight. Maybe Titanic is coming in. They said with um, yeah. that yeah. might be coming in soon. What else? Spider Woman's never been revived. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> that was 93. Yeah, 93. Spider Woman's yeah. never been revived. Crazy for You has not been revived. Talk of that too. Well, there's you know there was a talk of a Spider Woman revival <clears throat> um, that they did they did a reading at Roundabout. It was um, I th- I, uh, Audra McDonald was Spider Woman. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was Alan Cumming and Raul Esparza. Oh wow! As the two guys. Um, Man, I'm like where, where the hell is that? I know. Where's That's that? Delicious. Roundabout's not doing it because they've announced that they're doing dancing um, again. This is a joke for us. Every year roundabout, for, I, this was for a long time. Every year roundabout was like, we're doing dancing and it's directed and choreographed by Graziella Danielle. And every year, you know what would happen? Not dancing. That's what would happen. Every year, not cabaret dancing. Cabaret revival. Well, just let's see, do cabaret. I don't want to see cabaret again. I don't want to see Alan Cummings' nipples. I want to see dancing. I want to see dancing. Oh, Rob. I've never seen dancing. Well, who has? Who has? That's not on the Tams Whitmark catalog. Although I'd love to see some community theater do dancing somewhere. Mm-mm. I wouldn't. Just box steps. <laughs> Just 20 box steps for Sing Sing Sing. Anything else? <laughs> I'm trying to. No one's listening anymore. I think we lost everybody. Fiorello's never been revived. <laughs> Brigadoon? I don't think Brigadoon won Best Musical. I don't okay. think I don't think that it was around when the Tony Awards were around, ah. but everything else I think has been revived except Raisin Redhead Fear. A Hallelujah Baby. Oh, that's another one. Oh, two yeah, Gentlemen of Verona. Yeah. Oh yeah. Two Gentlemen of Verona. Yeah. There's a whole bunch here, guys. Yeah. So there you go. I I get angry when I see shows getting revived that didn't even get nominated for a musical, Best Musical Tony Award. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I see something like, "What are you doing?" There? Or didn't win. I should say, didn't win. Like, right. what are you but, doing here? Maybe it's a good show. Maybe it was a bad year. Maybe it was a tough year. Maybe it was Sunday in the Park with George. You're telling me we've had a revival of Edwin Drood, but we haven't had a revival of... Quilters? <laughs> Quilters. I've told you the quilter story, right? Where the woman farted yes. on stage? Oh, my gosh. Yes, Rob. During the, during the tornado sequence? Okay, really quickly for our listeners, then we'll go. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired, but I'm going to tell you this story just in case you haven't heard it before. Okay, so in, I went to go see Quilters for my birthday once, and I was at this community theater in Los Angeles, and there's a scene in Quilters where there's a, like a tornado or a hurricane, that come, a tornado, because it's the prairie, and it sweeps through, and all the women are laying on stage, and they're all like dead, and it's dead silence, and the audience is like, oh my God, who survived, who didn't? And one of the women just farted. She just farted. She just let one go in the middle of Quilters. Most entertaining thing I saw all night. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. Tune into episode favorite things number twelve. I and took you can hear the same story. I took Nyquil. I shouldn't have taken Nyquil before. You hear the this. same story in episode twelve of my favorite things. Just take me back to the home where I can't bother anybody. <laughs> All right. Till next time. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Literally, till next time. Maybe there might not be a next time. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Oh Say goodbye, Kevin. They're waiting for you. Goodbye. Thank you. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.